Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. So today I have an amazing, super, super special guest. You guys know I'm a pageant girl. Love pageants forever. And I have Miss USA, Miss USA herself. Miss Morgan Romano. Yay. Yay. Hello. Yes. Cheers, 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 cheers. Welcome, Miss USA. This is so exciting. One, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Welcome to Dear Imani. Like I said, you you know, I'm a pageant girl. So this is like the ultimate honor to have Miss USA here. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Yeah, we were chatting a little bit um, before this, before we actually aired. So you're probably going to hear some of the same questions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, for starters, congratulations on winning Miss USA. That is such an honor. Um, I remember when you won Miss North Carolina in one of your posts, you said that this was a dream you had since you were a little girl. Um, So Mm -hmm. how long have you competed in pageants and like what sparked your interest? Yeah. So I, it actually took me seven state tries before I won Miss North Carolina. So it was definitely a journey. Um, I always, I never knew I wanted to be a Miss USA. I wouldn't say until college. It was really when that dream started to really lay on my heart and I wanted to keep competing. Um, I grew up dancing my whole life and being a performer and being on stage. And my mom always said I was born to be a Disney princess or Miss USA or royalty because I wore a crown and sash my whole life when I was little. Like I had to wear heels, a dress, a crown. I have so many photos in the crown as a little girl. Um, but I really just started competing in pageantry because I needed to meet friends that were girls when I was in school for engineering because it was all men. And once I competed my first year as a miss, my freshman year in college when I was 18, I, they say you drink the pageant Kool-Aid. It's so true. I really did. And it became a dream and I, I couldn't stop until it came to fruition. So yeah, seven tries. Wow. North Carolina. <laughs> that's amazing. Like anyone yeah. listening that's competing for their state pageant or just doing anything in life, that's a, like seven times is a long time to compete for a state title and to come back. Like, did you ever make top five or get close to the title before that you won? Yeah. So I actually started in South Carolina because I was at school at University of South Carolina and I competed in South Carolina four times. I did an America system three times. I was third runner up, first runner up. And then I competed in South Carolina, USA. I was top 10. Um, and then I moved to North Carolina in COVID. I graduated in 2020. It's kind of a weird year. No pageants. Graduated, moved to Charlotte, actually moved back in with my parents because the world was just crazy and decided to compete in Miss North Carolina. And I was second runner up um, to Madison Bryant in 2021 and then one in 2022. Yay. What a journey. That's so incredible. Yeah. Then, of course, we're going to get into how it all came into fruition at the um towards the middle and the end but you said you were a dancer I grew up dancing too um so you did competitive Mm -hmm. dance I always say always tell people like if you ever watch dance moms that was basically my life growing up so did you do like (laughs) competitions like 
are you like star power showstoppers? Are you familiar with those ones? Yeah. So I grew up in upstate New York. So we have a little bit of different names. We have IDC. Yeah. And yeah. But I grew up very competitive dance um, on a big team. And that was that was my life. I always wanted to be a rocket when I was a little girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I feel like I feel like dancers like going into pageantry is such like it's like such an easy pipeline that happens all the time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Because you, you're you used to being on stage. You, mm-hmm. You're you used to being a performer and to almost playing a, a little bit of a character, I think. So it is pretty natural for dancers to love competing. Yes. And especially with the opening number, I always find like we just do it so well just because we grew oh. up dancing. It's so easy. <laughs> did you see me in the opening number at Miss USA? Wait. I danced my little butt off. You said you did? Okay. <laughs> you were killing it. Were you front and center? Oh yeah, it was in all three dances, and I have n- I worked harder for the opening number than I did for the actual pageant. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I will slay this opening number. Period. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, did, who choreographed it? Was it I'm Kent? I'm not sure if Kent choreographed oh, okay. it. I'm sure he did. He yeah, yeah. produced it all, so I'm sure he choreographed it. Yeah, it yeah. Fabulous. Yes, 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 yes. So fun. So you mentioned that you are um, an engineer. You're a chemical engineer. I saw that. What got you mm-hmm. into that like career path? And how much how like how long is that schooling? That just sounds like a career, you know? <laughs> it is a career. It's a real career. For sure. I never knew about engineering growing up. I actually am not naturally very good at math, but I always loved science and I always loved learning and asking why I was the annoying little girl to my mom or every little thing she said to be like, why? Well, why? Why? Um, so I was in a curious mind and my junior year of high school, I was going to go to school, college for just chemistry. And I talked to my chemistry teacher about it. And she said that I should look into chemical engineering because the career opportunities are much more broad. Uh, it's, it's a little bit easier to get a job after school. You don't have to pursue your master's. So I honestly just checked the box for chemical engineering when I decided to go to USC and figured I'll just figure it out when I get there. And I actually fell in love with it. And thought that it was just such an interesting concept. And I only had to do four years. You only have Mm. to get your bachelor's Mm -hmm. um, to become a working professional engineer. And that is why as Miss USA, I advocate so much for STEM at a younger age, because if I didn't have that professor in my junior year of high school that had mentioned it to me, I never would have pursued engineering. And the only way to close the gender gap that we have in the STEM workforce is to start girls at a younger age. Mm. Um, so that's why I think it's so important. I never had that growing up. I never had a an, an role model or anyone that ever told me about engineering. So uh, that's my whole goal as Miss USA is to spread that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was thinking, like, what what does your day-to-day look like as a chemical engineer? Mm-hmm. So I actually worked for an engineering firm before I became Miss USA, and it's honestly just an office job, which is not what you'd expect. You'd think uh-huh. I'd be out in the field, like make, people think I'm making things explode. And yeah. some chemical engineers do that. I do not. I worked at a desk um, working on a lot of different architecture drawings and Visio drawings and proposals and emails and meetings. It's just like corporate, yeah. a corporate job. But it's it's really, really cool. And every single day is different. And that's what I love about it. I love a challenge. and to not fall into something comfortable. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I I didn't expect that like the like administrative work side of it because like you said, I'm thinking like tubes and lab coats and like explosions. Yeah. But there's so many layers to it. So that's a really cool career path. Is that something that um? Because I know you also model, correct? Yeah, I know you have like a. I'm a, trying. You're trying, girl. You're doing it. What? <laughs> I'm trying. I saw I'm, you. I'm you were like in a New York Times billboard. Yes, I was. That yeah, was so cool. it's not it's not trying, it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so how is it, how important is it for you to be like a multidimensional woman? I, I know you kind of spoke on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's my whole passion is Miss USA is for girls to see me. I always say you can't be what you can't see. So I think it's mm -hmm. so important to recognize both sides of that coin of I am Miss USA, I am a model, or I am in an industry that is so opposite than engineering, but I'm also an engineer and I'm also passionate about that. I work at a career that I love and I work hard at it and I'm successful in that industry as well. And that is the whole reason that I wanted to be Miss USA. One of the main reasons I wanted to be Miss USA, um, I always say it's so important to be outside the box. I donate science kits, which are boxes. So it kind of plays into that as well. But being outside the box that society tries to put you in, because it's so important, I think, for young girls to see at a younger age, someone who it is doing both and recognize that they can do both as well. A hundred percent. And I love that's what Miss USA is like all about. You see girls from and women from all different backgrounds, different career paths, um, but they, all of us just still get in that bikini, walk on stage with those <laughs> high heels. And it's like, everyone's so multidimensional, which I think is such a good platform for young girls watching all of us. For sure. Um, for so sure. Miss USA, when you were prepping for Miss USA, did you feel like you could win? Like, did you pack extra clothes? You know what I mean? You know, no. they tell you like, if you get, you know, you're going to get swift away to whatever city and do interviews and media week. And some girls like pack a whole nother suitcase, like they're like manifesting they will win. So how yeah. did you like prepare? And did you think that you could be Miss USA? I do believe in manifestation 100%. So I would be running on the treadmill and I would see myself trying to envision myself being crowned. But I'm also a natural pessimist because I'm, I never want to be let down if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I went in and just thought I'm not going to make the top 15, but that is okay. I gave everything that I could as Miss North Carolina, and this is just the icing on the cake. I worked so hard to become a state title holder for seven years, mm -hmm. and this is just an extra little something that I get to do as Miss North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I think going in with the mindset of I'm confident and I've envisioned it and I've worked as hard as I possibly could. I've never worked so hard for anything in my life, honestly, and I knew that I could trust in whatever the Lord's plan was for me 100%. I knew if I was chosen to be Miss USA that I could do the job and that I was prepared for the job and I worked for it. But I did not think I won. I did not think I made the top 15, mm -hmm. honestly, 100%. <laughs> I got there and I saw my class. I was like, "This, we're just going to have fun. That's why I had to slay the opening number. <laughs> yeah. No, when I watched you compete like in prelims, I was like, Oh, you were like in so many people's top five just from the beginning, from your performance swimsuit. Your gown was stunning, that orange. And with the bob, like every, a bob to me is just like when I see a bob in pageants, I'm like, ooh, it's just so good because we're not used to seeing it. And everyone has yeah. long hair, which is beautiful, too. But a bob just like hits different. So you definitely stood out for sure. But the idea of like how you said going into Miss North Carolina, um, 
I felt the same way in the sense of it's almost like you work so hard for your state title that Miss USA is just like an extra bonus step that you get right. to that you just get to do. Because honestly, like I would have been probably more devastated if I didn't win Miss Washington just because I wanted that so bad. And then going to Miss USA, I worked really hard. But I also went in with the same mindset of like, well, if it doesn't happen, like I got to the part that I wanted to get to and I worked so hard for Miss Washington. So I definitely feel that. And then, like you said, it's, everyone's a winner. So it, it is kind of like impossible to go in with the mindset. Well, clearly I'm going to win Miss USA because it's like there's a lot of winners here. So it can mm-hmm. be really difficult. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I wish I had that confidence. I wish I could just walk in there and be like, it's mine. Yeah. But yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was your overall experience um, competing at Miss USA? I love asking that that too just because mine was just so weird because I was in the pandemic. It was like the pandemic yeah. – the election, it was just a wild time. Um, and um, me and one of my sister queens talked about this a couple weeks ago. But what was your experience overall competing at Miss USA? I truly had the best time of my life. My class is very close, which Yay. I absolutely love. We still talk. They've already had a reunion, which I missed. I was so sad I had to work as Miss USA. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just honestly were goofy and hung out and had the best time. We had met before previously at when we went on the trip to Nazook. So I think that was great because the ice was already broken. Mm. So when we got to Miss USA, it was pure fun. And honestly, I know I keep saying the opening number in the dance, but you've been there. I mean, I don't know if y'all did it in COVID, but mm-hmm. learning that dance for days and rehearsing and practicing. And I mean, we just had the best time. Yeah. And it really, it felt like I wasn't competing. I was the least nervous I've ever been. And when I go back and watch my performance, I'm like, how on earth was I so calm? Even in the top five question, not even a little bit nervous, which was so weird because I would get so nervous competing in my state. Yeah. But I think it was truly because at that point, we all just felt like we were a family and we were all best friends and we all just were cheering each other on and having a good time. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, that's my favorite part of pageants too, just the sisterhood and the friends. Mm -hmm. Like some of my best friends are from pageants. I was just in um, my Miss Hawaii USA's wedding as her maid of honor. Like, we're just like all really, really close. And mind you, I, we went to Miss Teen USA together too. So we've known each other for a long time. But just that sisterhood is incredible, which I'm really happy that you got to have that too. So you guys went to Cancun, which is something that I was so jealous about because <laughs> when Crystal took over, you guys like got to go to Cancun and whatnot. And I was like, oh, we did not get a cute little trip like that. So <laughs> what was Cancun like? Cancun was amazing. I think it's so important for the girls to meet before they get to Miss USA, because like I said, it, it just broke that ice and it helped us to connect beforehand. So going into Miss USA, there was no nerves of meeting the other girls. Um, so Cancun was, I was so nervous to go to Cancun because I just did not know what to expect. I hadn't met many of the girls in my class, but we had the best time. I don't know how you can't not have fun in Cancun. So it was amazing. (laughs) I mean, we got to have full photo shoots. We had our headshot photo shoot mm-hmm. in the water and you got your hair and makeup. It was fabulous. It was yeah. amazing. And those headshots were so good. Just like the wet hair, all of it. Mm-hmm. Just stunning. So you kind of mentioned yeah. like you weren't nervous for your onstage question, which was what I was going to ask about because that was a, there's been a lot of changes in the USA system just with the rules and what makes you eligible. But one of the changes was like that round table situation that happened. I think that the first time was a couple years ago they did that. And when I watched it, I was like, that looks so scary just because it is just like, I mean, I, I like the idea that you can break the ice and just talk for a little bit before you get that final question. 
Um, but when I'm watching, I'm like, I think I would pass out. But you said you you were like comfortable. You didn't. You felt good. So what was that yeah. like? Like that round table. Yeah, I actually was. I preferred that. I like that because you get to sit and you get to feel more like you're on a podcast or you're just chatting with your friends or you're on a, a morning show and kind of having other people to look at and lean on a little bit, I think definitely made me less nervous rather than if I had to stand there in my evening gown and just have to get the question read to me mm. and answer right off the bat. So I I personally liked it. I think it was a little way to to break the ice and mm. to feel like you had someone to bounce off of and not feel like everyone was just staring at you, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. And it takes away like that. I feel like there wasn't as like that dramatic music where it's like zoom and the one light yeah. comes on you and it's like yeah. North Carolina, your time, your time. You know, like that's terrifying. So <laughs> I remember your question too was something I think I wrote it down. I said like, should content creators be required by law to disclose whether they are being paid or actually use the products, um, what the products that they're talking about? And it's crazy because, you know, Miss USA can pretty much ask any question that they want when it comes to recent events and topics. Um, and that specific question, I loved your answer because um, in that moment, I feel like it's easy to say something like, yes, it should be a law. But you spoke like, no, it shouldn't be a law, which I agree 100% agree with just because I think your point of we also need to take accountability for what we consume is mm -hmm. just as important too. I think so many times with social media, it's so easy to kind of blame everything else, like all of social media. But yeah. it's like, we also have to take a step back, even though I think it's important for influencers to like try to be good people, of course, so because they're influencing people, but it's not their responsibility. Like it's my responsibility to follow who is, you know, follow people that I look up to and whatnot. So I have to take that accountability. So I loved your mm -hmm. answer for that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think some people did not love my answer mm -hmm. and they're like, obviously this girl has never done a brand deal, which I was like, no, I haven't because I'm an engineer, but <laughs> I just, in that moment, you have like 10 seconds, not even four seconds to think of what mm -hmm. you're going to say. And that's personally on my Instagram. I, if I feel like someone's feeding me content, that's not authentic to them. I am not going to blame them and say, oh, they should have said this was an ad. I'll just be like, okay, I don't feel that their content is genuine and authentic and I'm not relating to it. It's not providing value to my life. I'm either going to unfollow or mute them. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I live my life. So that's yeah. just what came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, people, people will always have something to say. Like you could, yeah. you could say the most like the nicest thing ever and someone's going to be like, oh, I hate her. <laughs> you know, why did yeah. she say that? Um, so yep. kind of speaking along those lines, like when um, Asmus North Carolina are going to Miss USA and being so close to the title, um, how was that like hearing feedback or negative feedback or like anything like that? Mm -hmm. It was, honestly, it wasn't that bad for me, but that's because I know how to turn it off. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so important. Um, I don't, you know, read my press, we'll say. Mm -hmm. I don't go back and watch, I didn't go back and watch the pageant and nitpick it and read everyone's comments. And mm -hmm. I just don't, I did the best that I could. And I try to give the best that I can every single day. And if I can lay my head on the pillow at night and say, I gave my best, I did the best I can, then that's what matters to me, not what outside people say. Um, so that's kind of what I try to do, especially when I became Miss USA, because it was such a a weird way with mm -hmm. Arbany winning Miss Universe. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there was definitely a lot of, you're not the rightful winner of Miss USA. You're the, the fake Miss USA, the mm. least followed Miss USA, the second Miss, you know, whatever. And I, you know, at first that was hard, but you just have to take a step back. And like I said, I did the best that I could at Miss USA. I'm doing the best that I can as Miss USA. Mm. And that's all that we can do. Yeah. hundred percent. And you're doing great. I mean, like that is such an interesting position to be in. The last time that happened was life like over 10 years ago yeah um so it's not a common space to like have to like when you're standing there with when the, the announcer is like and if forever whatever reason if miss usa can't you, you know you kind of like blah whatever whatever like you never really thinking yeah. about like okay i'm gonna actually have to take this role it's kind of just like whatever but in that moment you know you did have to take that role as miss usa so when you were standing there with arbany like what did that feel like to be because it's such a long, they're like waiting to call yes. Miss USA so long. What did you feel like? <laughs> I noticed you guys didn't hold hands. Um, I don't know if that was like something on purpose because of like the myth of whoever's hands are on top are the winners. So you guys held each other's arms. Was that intentional? It was. We didn't plan it oh, before. Okay. Obviously, I never thought I was going to be in the top two. Oh yeah, yeah. God, no. But we were kind of were fumbling with our hands, yeah. like making a joke of it. And I just said, no hands. No and hands. Grabbed her <laughs> arms. And it looks horrible it looks so awkward <laughs> but in that moment we just were like no hands yeah neither one of us wanted to be that's off. what i, I felt that the top yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but in that moment i think i was blacked out because i don't remember it at all right i just was i didn't i don't even know people were like did you think you were gonna win and i didn't i didn't sit there and be like i'm about to become miss usa yeah but i also wasn't like i'm about i don't know i was nothing i was blank just blank I just heard north carolina <laughs> just vibes. And I just was like okay time to get out of the way now like <laughs> I, <laughs> seriously the job yeah. of the first they always say the job of the first runner up is to get out of the way yeah um and so that's what i heard in my head and i was like okay go get your flowers and honestly i, I was so happy because, like we said, I always believe Miss USA was the icing on the cake to being Miss North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And being able to be first runner-up at Miss USA is an incredible accomplishment. I started crying right after and not crying of like, oh, I was so close and I didn't win. I was mm -hmm. like, I was just first runner-up at Miss USA. That's yeah. insane. Literally in insane. Like the goal, the dream to to make top five, to be able to recompete yeah. on TV, like all of that. That's incredible so i'm glad you have that mm -hmm. mindset because you know not everyone feels like that a lot of people people do get upset and they you know but i think that's also when you go in with the expectation that you are so right. you are the winner no matter what opposed to like i i went in with the mindset i could totally be miss usa and i can rightfully win it just like every other contestant but it's not something that is only mine it's also the other 50 contestants as well like they work just as hard so i think that's what kind of pushed you in the mindset to not be upset but instead just be um, so proud of yourself. So coming mm -hmm. out of your, so you were first runner up. So when you went back home, like, did you mentally prepare like what Arbany could do at Miss Universe? Or was that like a hard chapter to close because, you know, you, you competed for so long and then now mm -hmm. it was kind of over. Like, what was your mental space when you went back home? Mm hmm. When I came home, I went right back to work, which I think was a good thing for me because it kept me busy and my mind occupied. So I didn't sit at home and sulk and think, oh, if I was just one, one more, I would have been Miss USA. I'm, I think Arbany absolutely slayed Miss Universe. Mm -hmm. And I knew that she was going to, but like we said, Miss USA hasn't won since 2012, since mm -hmm. Olivia Colbo. So I wasn't sitting at home either. Like, oh, I know she's going to win Miss Universe and I'll be Miss. Like, I just honestly did not think about it. I just went back to work. I went back to regular life. I was 
getting ready to give up my title as Miss North Carolina. So we were already working on my farewell speech. I already actually had my whole farewell speech done as Miss North Carolina Mm. and everything submitted for that. So I was really getting ready to close my entire pageant chapter. Um, And it's not because I didn't believe in Arbany. It's just, it hasn't happened in so long. And like I said, I don't, I hate to ever get my hopes up of like, I'm mm. going to win Miss USA. Army is going to win Miss Universe. I can't control those things. Mm-hmm. So just one day at a time, honestly, one foot in front of the other. And when she made the top three, I think is when it hit me because she answered her top three question and she did amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she blew it out of the water. Yeah. And I started thinking, uh, I think I'm about to be Miss USA. Like yeah. that, was, that was when it hit me that far along. And I started sweating and oh my goodness. It is. It's a weird thing because it's not when you compete, what you say, what you do, that's in your control. Yeah. Watching her on TV. I was like, I can't change anything. Yeah. This is so it's a weird feeling. I'm sure. And like, so you're one of few women that even know what that feels like. Like, I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking about that probably feels like chills. Just like, oh, my God, this girl is literally probably about to win Miss Universe. So then I'm going to be my life's going to change forever. Like literally like that. As soon as Mm -hmm. they crown, like if they're like USA, then boom, it's you. You know, and that's yeah. something that I remember I, right after she won, I immediately um, went to your Instagram because I, I also love watching people's follower account go up. Like when something happens, like I go, go mm-hmm. to their page and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how many followers they get after this. I went to your page immediately, like seconds after there was comments on your most recent post. And it was like, Miss USA, Miss USA. Oh, my God, you're Miss USA. Yeah. Um, And so what was that turnaround like? Like, did you know just off the top you were Miss USA or did you have to wait for a phone call to confirm it or what did that look like? So I knew that that was the tradition and that they always say the whole spiel about Miss Universe or if Miss USA can't fill her duties or whatever, which obviously you can't if you're Miss Universe. So at first when she won, I freaked, like I freaked out, like I had won Miss USA. I mean, I had a winning reaction, but then I started thinking, I'm like, do they still do this? Because it has been so long mm-hmm. and will they call me? Will they not have a Miss USA? I really didn't know. So I reached out to my Miss North Carolina directors about it. And they just said, you just have to wait. And I had to wait all of Sunday that next day. Oh my gosh. That was the worst day of my life. I just had anxiety. I just sat, yeah. sat by the phone. I had my phone on full ring and they never called me. And then Monday. I know. Oh my God. Why did he do that I to know. you? <laughs> I know. I was like, I couldn't even eat. I was just stressed out. And then they called me on Monday, thankfully on Monday afternoon. And they, they just said, hi, they're so casual about it. They're just like, we are, would love to have you be the new Miss USA. If you would, ex-. they didn't even get it out. And I was like, yes, yes. 100%. Yes. 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 The yeah. easiest yes ever. Like probably yep. more than a proposal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, I mean, my friend called me on Sunday and said, well, are you going to say yes? I'm like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, you think I'm going to say no? <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Oh my gosh. Like, and then I remember you didn't post, like you put, you put on your bio Miss USA before you posted. Cause I was yeah. also stalking. I was like, okay, every, you know, everyone was like, is this true? Like, is she going to be Miss USA? Like what is going on? We were all thirsty to know. And you put in your <laughs> bio first. And so then I was like, okay, well clearly it's official because she has it in her bio. Um, even though she hasn't posted yet. So I feel like everyone was just so anxious as well, but I can't believe you had to yeah. wait that whole entire Sunday. Like that would have yep. killed me thinking about yeah. and then everyone's like tagging you and stuff making graphics of you oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> full edits well I changed when they asked me I changed my bio and then 
we were going to wait to release a photo once I had an official photo with the crown and have Mm -hmm. it be like an announcement, not just like a photo of me at Miss USA. It was like, I want a photo in the crown, in the stash and say it. But then once we decided to do the crowning in Alabama, um, because we didn't know if that, if Armani was going to be able to do it in person because Miss Universe gets to go on this amazing tour around Asia. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we're like, okay, well we can make this happen next week. So I was like, I'm just going to wait until I actually have the crown and the stash on my head to post. Cause I didn't, I honestly didn't know what to post. Like, what do you post? uh, I didn't know. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to wait for it to, to happen. And then I'll, I'll do a post. Yeah. What a whirlwind. That's, and yeah. did you feel like your life kind of changed immediately after? What was that oh, like? for sure. Yeah. For sure. It, it still, I mean, it's starting to hit me now because it's been, it's been a, about two months, but it was just crazy. It was, you know, I won and then immediately you have to go fly here. You have this appearance. I had to take some of Arbany's stuff that she had planned and now it's on me and I, you know, you have to come to this event, but I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so grateful. It's something I worked so long for. So I'm, I will take the busyness, the planes, the exhaustion. Yeah. I I'm, I'm love it. I'm really excited. Yeah. Really grateful. And so I know, I think you said you were still in North Carolina. So did you have to um, change anything in your current life? Because that's such an immediate mm-hmm. shift. Um, what did like that look like with work or any previous engagements that you had? Mm-hmm. So I rolled over a lot of my Miss North Carolina appearances that I had left and was still able to fulfill them just as Miss USA, which is pretty cool. My director was like, they asked for Miss North Carolina. They got Miss USA. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I actually had to give them a two-week notice to work after. Um, it's just Miss being Miss USA is a full-time job. So mm-hmm. they were, they're so supportive. They're so great. They were so understanding. And now I'm full-time Miss USA. Yay. And mm-hmm. also just me being nosy, the prize package went to you too, right? Yes. Okay. So except for, I mean, in the original prize package, it was a lot of LA based things, mm-hmm. um, which were just under a transition and leadership. So for now, I'm just staying in my home base in um, North Carolina while we go through the transition and missing because it's crazy. Miss Universe is going through a transition because mm-hmm. they were bought by JKN and then now Miss USA is going through a leadership change as well. So honestly, the biggest thing about being Miss USA is just being flexible. They could tell me tomorrow, you're moving to New York or you're moving to LA and I'll just have to say, okay. Yeah. And I, the good thing is that is my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a very go with the flow yeah. person. So I'm just along for the ride with them. They're yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a fun ride to be on for sure. And I feel like the mm-hmm. pandemic kind of taught everyone to know how to pivot. Um, so I feel like overall, like just knowing how to switch gears really quick when you don't really know what's going on. is a skill that everyone kind of gained through the pandemic too. So, um, mm-hmm. but I kind of wanted to touch on, so you say you you and your class are really close, which is amazing. So what was that like for you? Like when everything was kind of like all the Miss USA drama, like watching your class have to take whatever people were saying about them or you guys as a class, like how did you overcome that? And like, since you guys are, you know, all really good friends, I'm sure that was difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt for my class and I love my girls so much and I will always support them. And I think it was hard because a lot of people 
um, felt that we didn't support Arbany, but Arbany is included in that class of girls. We mm. love her and she is an amazing woman. I respect her so, so much. I, I really love her. I got to spend a lot of time with her, um, especially in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just all a big misunderstanding and I never would want anyone to feel that we attacked Arbany or felt that Arbany was less than because we all think that she's absolutely amazing. And I think that she knows that now, um, which is, which is so great. I think all 51 of us are, have a sisterhood and we all went through, you know, being Mm -hmm. a part of it. You go through this such unique experience. Almost Mm -hmm. we joke, like we're trauma bonded. It's not because (laughs) of the drama that we have. It's just, that's such a, you can't understand it unless you've been through mm-hmm. it. And I think that that helps our class stay so close. Um, and I truly love all of them. They're, you know, no matter, no matter what happens, I always have their back. Yeah. And I think what people kind of forgot is like, it's possible to understand both sides, um, you know, sure. and like be able to love both sides. And, you know, you were kind of in the middle in the sense of now you're a Miss USA or you were a first runner up and that was a possibility for you to be Miss USA. But then you have your class that you also love. And, you know, I'm sure that was kind of difficult, but it's very Mm -hmm. possible to understand both sides. So I think it's good that people like hear that from you, too, because you guys are all friends and sisters. And um, I like you said, Arbany is a part of that as well. So I'm Mm -hmm. glad everything is sunshines and cupcakes now. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And and like you said, it's definitely understanding both sides and having that balance. And truly for me, after Miss USA, I was like, I do not care what y'all do. I'm going, I love Disney. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to Disney world (laughs) and I have to go back to my real life. And emotions are always high after Miss USA because so many girls work so hard. I think that's a general theme of something that happens every single year. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really respect love Arbany. I think she's such a deserving, strong woman and she's an amazing Miss U. It was an amazing Miss USA and is an amazing Miss universe now. 100%. So now that you are Miss USA, what has been the best part? I know it's only been a couple months, um, but what has been the best like appearance or the best thing you've done so far? Uh, so I just got to go to New York City with Farron, um, Miss Teen USA, and that was definitely one of the most special moments. I never got to connect with her at Miss USA because they really keep the Miss and the Teen so separated. Um, so getting to meet her and spend time with her, I actually stayed with her and her parents in a tiny little New York City hotel room mm-hmm. for like four days, oh, wow. which sounds like crazy, but we had the best time. And like, we had that instant sisterly bond, mm-hmm. which was so special. Um, I'm really, really grateful that it all worked out that me and her get to share this year together. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know when Miss USA is, but it's cool that you have like a a pretty long reign to be Miss USA mm-hmm. too. Cause sometimes when this kind of thing happens, like the, the girl that takes over the crown, it, their, their year can be really short, but you have like mm-hmm. a whole entire year that you get to be Miss USA. So, so far, has it been what you expected? It has been, it has been amazing. Honestly, I think I expected that I would be more tired, I guess. I, I always just thought of Miss USA, like watching her Instagram, we'll say. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, how is this girl not exhausted? And yeah. every time I meet people, they're like, do you just not sleep? Are you so exhausted? But I think you have this adrenaline mm-hmm. of just like, I am Miss USA. Yeah. I, it has been amazing, really. I'm, I'm so grateful. It already pains me to think about having to give it up in October and November, yeah. whenever Miss USA is. Yeah. What do your friends say or like, and you introduce yourself, it's like, what, oh, I miss USA. Like, what is that? Like, even saying that? Or do you, do you have a boyfriend? 
I do. Oh, okay. I do. We've been dating for four years, though, at this point. So oh, okay. he's, he's been along the journey. Um, it is weird. I honestly don't tell people. Okay. Like, we'll just be, if we're out somewhere, we actually just went on a cruise. And my boyfriend's dad, the whole time, he kept saying, I'm going to tell everyone you're missing us. I was like, please do not. <laughs> um, so really only the, unless someone recognized me from Instagram or something, I don't tell people. I don't make it known. I just think it's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me being weird. Yeah. But um, he thinks it's really amazing. I We joke. So his name is Daniel. Okay. My boyfriend's name is Daniel, and we call him Danager because <laughs> he is like the manager of Miss yeah. USA. I'm like, I need help. You need help. You need people yeah. around you to help you um, as Miss USA because it is a hectic life. So I'm really grateful for him, and I'm really grateful for my parents. They're so supportive, and they do so much to help me. Um, I have a 17-year-old brother, though, and he thinks it's so stupid. He doesn't <laughs> what does he say? All. <laughs> Nothing. I've literally – we were at – the house the other day at my parents' house. And um, actually, my friend, Miss Louisiana, was here staying with me. And she came over to my parents' house with me. And she said to my little brother, she said, how does it feel that your sister's Miss USA? Do you tell all your friends at school? He's like, no, I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to a little brother to, like, humble yeah, you. They humble you. They, they humble you. That is so sure. funny. I feel <laughs> like it's such a, um, like, what's that game? Like, two truths and a lie? Like, it's such a, like a random fact about someone like, oh, I miss USA. People would be like, wait, what? You know, like it's such a, yeah. it's a random fact. But that's funny how you don't really mention it. But also I feel like if you mention it and then it kind of changes the demeanor of like, like if you were on, if you're on a cruise, like I just left a cruise and I had a, a grand time. I'll keep it at that. But it's like, if someone's <laughs> like, oh, you're Miss USA, then it's like, now I feel like I have to be Miss USA. You know what I mean? <laughs> hundred so. percent. And that's exactly what um, my boyfriend's mom told the dad because he kept saying, I'm going to tell everyone. She's like, this is her time for no one to like, I don't, she doesn't have to put on makeup. Mm -hmm. She doesn't. That's what I wanted. I was like, I want to wear no makeup. I want to turn my phone off and I just want to enjoy three days of no one talking to me and no one knowing that I miss USA. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes it's nice. Yeah. They're just being proud. Um, parents <laughs> yeah they're so they're sweet they're yeah really sweet. it's funny because you mentioned like pageant boyfriends my boyfriend was like all up in my ear like he went with me to sherry hill headquarters to get my dress he made my <laughs> earrings for my evening gown actually like he just did it himself um so they play like a huge part and a huge role in your reign because you really do need that help and even more so as miss usa there's probably mm -hmm. so much going on um and like your appearances and all of that so Kudos to shout out to Daniel, your man. <laughs> yes, seriously. Cause I'm, and you know, they're, it's always the ones we love that bear mm -hmm. the brunt of us when we're maybe not at our best. Yes. So sometimes I just throw a bag at him and like, take this home, unpack this, pack yeah. this flight. I'm stressed out. Or, you know, and he takes it all with grace because he's the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what are your plans as you like carry out the remainder of being Miss USA? So this year, I really wanted to advocate for women in STEM, girls in STEM, and STEM at a younger age. Um, and then we also have some amazing partnerships with Smile Train and Best Buddies. So just continuing to work with them this year. And I have a lot of fun things coming up with STEM activities and STEM conferences. And honestly, I'm just taking going where the wind takes me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Like I, everyone keeps asking me, what do you want to do this year? What are you going to do after you give it up? I don't know. Yeah. I just am winging it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's winging it in life. I feel like there's so much pressure, like, especially as a title holder, you come off the Miss USA stage and people are like, what's next? 
And I remember being like, girl, I do not know. Like, I literally prepared my whole entire life for this moment and it's done. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why are you asking me that? You know, so it can exactly. be an annoying and like kind of hard question because like you say, you're just going with the flow, taking it day by day. Um, but people are just mm -hmm. so eager. I think it's because people expect greatness out of people that are great. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So they want to sure. like keep seeing more come out of you yeah. when it's like, hey, For I'm sure. just a normal person just trying to do my thing, you know. Um, sure. But that sounds like an incredible year that you have planned. So what do you feel like overall you learned from this experience since yours is so like out of the ordinary? Mm -hmm. Definitely how to be adaptable and how to be flexible and to not take things personally. Um, that has been the biggest thing for me because there is so much change within the organization happening and you can't take it personal of like, why didn't I get to move to New York? Not saying that I didn't get the chance to, I still could get the chance to, mm -hmm. but it's not personal. It's not, oh, we don't want Morgan to, it's just, you have to be adaptable and flexible to other things that are going on. And I think that that has been the biggest lesson for me because mm -hmm. in the beginning, I think I was taking it a little bit too personally. And now mm -hmm. I realize it's, it's not anything to do with Morgan Romano as a yeah. person. Yeah, it's just your own story, your own journey. And the fact that you, you know, get to have the title of Miss USA for pretty much a full year, I'm sure, is incredible. So, your, you know, your story will just line up the way it was supposed to, and you're going to have amazing opportunities, too. So at the end of my episode, I usually do something called Imani's Final Thoughts. But since you're on, I'm going to do, like, Morgan's Final Thoughts. So what's a message yeah. that you'd want to say to listeners and viewers? I think the most important thing that I could give to anyone listening is just to be outside the box and to never put yourself into those societal standards because I am Miss USA. I'm a chemical engineer. It's kind of a weird mix. And I think that that is a really great example of how you can take your life in any direction that you want and how you have to never listen to the outside noise of what people think that you should do. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me and being on this podcast. Like I said, it's such an honor to have you here, our Miss USA. I'm so excited to follow your journey. I know it's going to be incredible and I'm excited to see what you do with the title since it is such a unique experience that only you and like one other person understand what, understands what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. So I can't wait to see. I, I do hope you get the chance to move to New York or LA. Like I said, if you move to LA, we were talking about this before, hit me up because we can go to Disneyland because, you know, I work there. So Yes, yes, I, I seriously, I do not play with that. I love Disney. I will be like, hey, girl, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. ready. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I can watch the new parades. So I'll hook you up. I got you. But thank you yes. so much for joining me. Thank you all for listening and for watching. And give it up for Miss USA. Follow her at Miss USA and check out her reign. But I will see you all next week. And love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!